here's a story from The World. We're a co-production of GBH Boston and PRX. The western Ukrainian city of Lviv has been one of the safest and quietest places in that country since the Russian invasion began last year. But not today. Emergency workers were digging through rubble in Lviv, where at least five people were killed in the early hours this morning. Russia struck energy infrastructure and residential areas across Ukraine. It was the biggest barrage in about a month, more than 80 missiles and drones. Ukraine said it shot down 34 Russian missiles, but others hit parts of Kharkiv in the east, the capital Kyiv, and once again knocked out power at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant. The electricity there was later restored. Despite these ongoing attacks by Russia, many Ukrainians remain focused on trying to live a normal life, including athletes looking ahead to the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. As for Russian athletes, it's not clear if they will be allowed to compete there. The world's Daniel Offman has our story from Kyiv. In Ukraine, people seem to agree with their president. In late January, Volodymyr Zelensky said that Russia should not be allowed to use the 2024 Paris Olympics to, quote, promote aggression. The president of the International Olympic Committee, Thomas Bach, doesn't see it that way, though. Governments uh, should not decide on political grounds who is participating in which sport event. Sport events, uh, you know, the qualification for sports event must be on sporting merits and not on political uh, in, in, in interference. In the past, Russian athletes have been allowed to compete in the Olympics under a neutral banner, just not the Russian flag. But when you speak with Ukrainian athletes, they're not convinced. The fencing gym at the National University of Physical Education in Kiev has hardwood floors and mirrors on one side so the fencers can perfect their footwork. Hi, my name is Daria Varfolomeyeva and I am a Ukrainian fencer and I am 23 years old. Varfolomeyeva is from Uzhgorod, a city in western Ukraine bordering Slovakia. She started fencing when she was 11 years old. My first competition was in Slovakia and, and there were like 15 competitors and I was 14th. So I was really happy that I was not the last. <laughs> yeah, but I really enjoyed it. She enjoyed it so much, she started training five days a week for two hours a day. My mom told me if you want to go for to do trainings, you have to do all your homework, and only after that you can go to do your training. So I did my homework between lessons, just to have more, more time. Every day was the same. Varfolomeva stuck with it, and she now trains with Ukraine's national fencing team, and she hopes to qualify for the Olympic Games next year. As with so many Ukrainians, the past 12 months have not been easy. When Russia's invasion started in February last year, Varfolomeva's mother asked her to take her sister abroad. I didn't want to go, but my mom just asked me, please go. On the second day of war, we left our country. It was a long, long way. And we arrived to Prague, Czech Republic. My sister's godmother living there. So we stayed at her for a few months. Varfolomeva says that was a stressful time, and she had a hard time sleeping. But she says she felt welcome in Prague. She was able to train there and then take part in a competition in Budapest. One of girls and her coaches saw that I don't have my equipment, and they came to me and said, oh, let's go with us. I said, where? Let's go. Just let's go. And then we came to fencing equipment shop, 
and they bought me all equipment and I was just like crying. I didn't know how to thank them. Varfolomeva says she got a lot of support while she was abroad, but her interactions with Russian athletes weren't great. In the past, she used to compete against fencers from Russia and even stayed in touch with some of them. We've been like uh, like friends, but now uh, like no one was no one even writing me, "How are you? Are you alive?" or something else. So you were friends with some Russian fencers, but when the war began, they stopped talking and they didn't say anything. Yeah, it, silence. Just silence. When I asked Daria Vrafalomeva whether Russian athletes should be allowed to participate in the Paris Olympics, she says she can't understand why they would even be allowed to compete. On the outskirts of Kyiv, at an Olympic training facility, Greco-Roman wrestler Parviz Nasibov is getting ready for the 2024 Summer Games. Nasibov won the silver medal at the last Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Nasibov says that right now, despite all the training, sports just seems less important. He says he's often thinking about friends who've died in the war or those still serving in Ukraine's armed forces. Of course it's difficult, he says. I haven't seen my family in two or three months. They fled to Germany last year. Nasibov says he keeps in touch with some Russian wrestlers, but they don't have much to say about the war. And Nasibov says he's lost all respect for them. Nasibov says he hopes the Olympic Committee arrives at the right decision, which in his opinion would be to ban Russian athletes. Russia uses sports for propaganda purposes, he says. Nasibov says his goal remains the same, to win a gold medal in Paris. And if Russian athletes are allowed to compete, he says we'll just have to beat them. For The World, I'm Daniel Offman.